It's like, okay, never mind. Nobody will hear this. <laughs> Welcome to the Leading Lady Club. We are your hosts. I'm Caitlin. I'm Lauren. And welcome to the show. Happy Monday, everyone. We hope you're doing well. We're doing well because we are really excited about our concert, which is coming up so soon. It's now only like, what, three weeks away? Yeah. Um, Wow. That's crazy. I know. Too soon. Feels too soon, but also very exciting. Very exciting. Um, there's lots of work to be done on our end mm-hmm. still, but we're very excited. We have some pretty amazing Broadway performers and fellow leading ladies who are performing. We're so excited about Christina Alabato and Desi Oakley and Lexi Lawson and Carrie St. Louis. Oh my goodness, they're going to be amazing. Can't wait for you guys to hear what they are going to sing. And you can buy tickets at 54below.com. Just go to their calendar, click April. It's April 5th at 9.30 p.m. Or you can check out the link in our bio on Instagram. We have tickets there. And we're also going to be doing a giveaway. Stay tuned uh, for our Instagram account to see that because we're going to give away a pair of tickets to our concert. And never fear if you are a non-New York City Uh, person, you can win tickets to the live stream. So you can still enter the giveaway whether you live in New York and can come to the concert or not. Um, And there are going to be some other cool female-owned business uh, items in the giveaway that you could win potentially. So definitely look out for that on our Instagram account coming soon. We're really excited and we're just so excited for the concert. So please go buy your tickets. This is our first big live event we're producing as the Leading Lady Club. And so we really want it to be a success. We want it to go well. So we really hope we see you all there. I can actually say see you soon. If you're coming to the concert, I always accidentally say see you soon at the end of our podcast, even though it's a podcast. It is not visual, but we could actually see you if you would come to our concert. So that is my that's my uh, my plug for the concert, my weekly plug. Um, Lauren, I want to tell you about what I am watching on TV currently because I'm hooked. And then I want to hear about whatever you're watching. So I have been watching Inventing Anna on Netflix, Mm -hmm. the new Shonda Rhimes show. It is very good. It is about um, Anna Delvey, the like She's, I guess she was Russian, but she pretended to be German or like something. I don't know. I'm not very far into the show, so I guess I'll find out. But she like uh, was young, like 25 year old supposed heiress in living in New York, like trying to become like a socialite. And she supposedly, allegedly, there's some big article about it. And I'm waiting till I finish the show to read it because I don't want any like spoilers. But um, she allegedly like stole money from all these different people in New York and like convinced them all that she had, you know, this huge fortune, but really she just like 
ended up lying to everyone and somehow like tricking them all into like loaning her money or this or that or like she just never paid her tabs at places and so somehow she like got away with it for so long and then ended up like going to prison I guess but anyway it's wild it's really good I mean I'm not obviously saying like good for her for like stealing money and going to jail but her like character on the show is pretty like leading lady like she was just on this most recent episode i watched she had to like go into all these be business <laughs> should it go into business meetings business meetings <laughs> i just sounded like i was trying to use her accent she's like why are you wearing that you look poor <laughs> that's what she talks like and so i literally find myself throughout my day like in my head being like anna delvey like <laughs> But she yeah, was going the culture now. Yeah, I love it. You um she would go into all these business meetings and she had to like talk to all these like, you know, white men and like try to get funding from them and money from them and approval and get them on her team for this big project and like she's pretty like she's a pretty cool chick even though like obviously stealing money is not cool i'm not endorsing that part i'm just saying you know her character in the show is like very interesting and very like kind of strong and like you know a leading lady so how to hey, throw that out this can be they can be complicated three-dimensional <laughs> people said leading ladies can be criminals sometimes <laughs> i'm like i don't think we, Maybe should. we shouldn't endorse criminal activity but i think it's okay to say women are complicated beings women are complicated it's beings. not all That's good true. and bad black and white you know cool. we love a three-dimensional female lead and even like you know anna delvey or what i can't remember anna sorkin i think is her like real mm -hmm. name but um you know she is like a real person but if we're just talking about anna delvey as like the character on a tv show it's an amazing like female leading role for an actress to play yeah. like it's a very yeah. complicated cool so that's cool and then also the other kind of main character in the show is also a woman who's like the reporter trying to get you know the story and so mm -hmm. it's like these two and there are you know lots of other main characters as well but like those are kind of the two main um roles in this show that are both these like very very three-dimensional kind of complex like there are times with the reporter too you're like what is your like you goal here or like what are like there's all sorts of things with her where you're like what's what's going on with you um and so i love that i'm like these awesome like three-dimensional like complicated female characters it's amazing yeah. um so anyway i highly endorse at least the first three episodes of nice. finding on anna on netflix list I have not finished it, so if it gets terrible after three episodes, don't shoot the messenger. But that is my current uh, TV show endorsement. We haven't talked about TV shows that we're watching in a while. We haven't so. talked in a while. Well, what are, speaking, what are you watching? speaking of complicated uh, real-life female characters, uh, I'm watching The Dropout right now on Hulu, oh, which is, is about Elizabeth it. Holmes. Mm -hmm. um, it's really good so far. I'm yeah. if you don't know who Elizabeth Holmes is, she was the CEO of the com of the meta company Theranos, which claimed to have this like technology that could test your blood with one little prick and like tell you everything that's going on with you. Uh, and it, it didn't work. She basically just like conned her way into. Wow, we're both watching shows about female con oh, women. Same, How interesting. Same wavelength, same baby. Mine. Same mine. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, she's like, I think she's getting, I think she's getting. She was found guilty, but she's getting sentenced at the end of the year, I think in like September or something. Anyway, um, Amanda Seyfried is in it. She's amazing. It's very good My so far. My former neighbor from freshman year of college. Hey, true. 
Um, it's really good so far. I think it's really interesting. I like knew about Elizabeth Holmes and I knew like I, uh, when all that came to light, like when she was arrested and all that. Um, but it goes into like her first year at Stanford and like how she came up with the idea and how like she got all these other people involved and the people who are like questioning her. So it is really interesting, kind of in the same vein, you know, there's a complicated female character. It's a very interesting role for an actor to play. Um, so it's good so far. I've watched the first three episodes. I think the fourth episode just dropped yesterday. So I'll have to watch that. The only other show I'm like, I'm watching a couple other shows, but the only one other one that I've been really into recently is Below Deck. That yacht show. I was going to say, I feel like we already talked about that. I'm like, we probably have, but it's great. I put it on when I'm working sometimes because it's good to have in the background. It's just like they work on a yacht and they make bad decisions. And, you know, shout out to Kate Chastain. She's the chief stew. So she's in charge of like uh-huh. the stewardesses and the interior crew and she's okay. a boss i love her so yeah, okay. for being a leading lady there are show recommendations for you all um so in other news we want to we have a, a new story we want to talk about that has women at the forefront um but you know just like kind of on the spot i just realized that we haven't really talked at all and not that we have to get you know super deep into it but we really haven't talked on this podcast i feel like much at all about like what's happening in the ukraine right now with russia and just everything happening over there and how terrible it is and i just like thought about it and want to make sure that people know like where we stand and like i don't know i don't want people to think that we're not like addressing it or like we're ignoring it or we're just like talking about tv shows which you know that is like we do love to like come on here and talk about like silly light things and you know give people like a fun break from reality but i think it's also important to at least briefly touch upon like what's going on and just how horrifying it is and how our hearts just go out to everyone over there and you know i know it's hard to like kind of keep up with the news cycle right now and just like keep up with updates and I mean for me it's just it's hard to like read too much about it or watch too much about it because I just like (laughs) my heart just breaks and I just can't like emotionally mentally handle it for more than a little bit and you know um I also think it's important to like take care of your mental health and like try to keep updated and like do what you can to help but also know that like I can't control Vladimir Putin. You are. You Um, can't control war unfortunately. Nope unfortunately I have no power there um so I do think there is like something to be said about just like needing a break for your brain and your heart and your head and um you know I think that's okay too but I just wanted to at least briefly touch on that and um and make sure that we were addressing it you know yeah it's hard and I mean just like especially now just really watching a lot of it unfold in like real time on social media is like crazy a lot of the times but yeah I mean it's just it's my family left a relatively war-torn country not that long ago and like thank god they got out before like the worst of it happened but I mean it's still just like imagine that happening to anybody's family is just like awful and like I know people who have family in the Ukraine and like are trying to help them as much as they can and it's just it's it's rough and it sucks because there's yeah there's not a lot that we can do about it this is not like you can't just donate this away you know you can't just like throw money at it or throw like because it's not our our thing to fix 
And as much as we want to fix it, we can't, we are not, you know, equipped enough to, to fix it. So we just kind of have to yeah. hope the people who are equipped are going to handle it well and just, you know, send out your prayers or good vibes or whatever it is you send out to those people and just like, yeah, but it's hard. It's hard to see it just kind of like everywhere. And yeah. I will say, I agree. We can't just like throw money at it, but there is an organization called Baranova 27 um, that is being organized um, in like right outside of New York and New Jersey. And I don't know who like started it or how it got organized, but I know that, um, I hope I'm saying this right, the Schmerkowski brothers from Dancing with the Stars, actually, Val and Max, um, have been really involved throughout this whole thing because they grew up in the Ukraine and mm -hmm. Max was actually like over there, I think, when all of this yeah. first started. And so anyway, they've been sharing about it. And I think it's named after like the street they grew up on or like the, the house number where they grew up in the Ukraine. But anyway, it's um, I know someone who when and volunteer with them, you can volunteer your time if you're in the New York or New Jersey area in their warehouse. Um, or you can, they have an Amazon list. If you go to their Instagram, it's, um, mm, let me make sure I have this right. It's just Baranova, B-A-R-A-N-O-V-A 27. That's their handle. Um, and you can, they have a link tree. They have a link in their bio to an Amazon list. And you can literally just like order supplies on Amazon, have it sent to this warehouse in New Jersey. And then there are volunteers there that are packing it, like taking them out of Amazon boxes, repacking them based on, you know, if these are like hygiene items, if these are um, medical supplies, if these are for soldiers, like whatever the supplies are, they're repackaging them and then shipping them to somewhere in the Ukraine. Um, they're connected with someone over there. So that is one just I'm sure there are many, but that's one like tangible thing I know of that people can do to help. And I for one have checked out their Amazon list and I'm going to send um, some items next week so definitely you know just something you can do and it, i mean honestly like that broke my heart too just to like see the things they're asking for like yeah. blankets sleeping bags and little boys like underwear i don't it just broke my heart but you know that is one small thing we can do to help there are literally items on the list i think that are as cheap as like four or five ten dollars and then there are things that are you know much more expensive but Anyway, that's something people can do to help. And if, like I said, if you're in the New York or New Jersey area, they're also, I think, looking for volunteers to help pack the boxes. So anyway, that's something I just wanted to touch on and, and talk about briefly. Um, but I gotta, I'm gonna pivot because there's just no good way to pivot from a very heavy topic. Yeah. Um, and keep them in your thoughts. Yes. Good work. Yes, absolutely. Um, but in a little bit happier news, there was another news story we wanted to talk about this week. The Smithsonian unveiled 120 statues of women, um, women in STEM specifically for Women's History Month. And this is at the Smithsonian Gardens in Washington, D.C. And supposedly, according to uh, the Smithsonian, that it is the largest collection of women's statues ever assembled. Um, so that's very exciting and it's really cool to see that like on display and just to see all these incredible women kind of together in one place um, memorialized by statues is really cool and we definitely talk to a lot of women in STEM on this podcast we talk about them and how uh, incredibly just impressed by what they do um, yeah, that we are 
Um, and so I just thought that was really cool. And it is Women's History Month. It was International Women's Day recently, which also was the anniversary of us announcing this podcast. And we launched, yeah, we announced it on International Women's Day last year. It popped up in like my time hop. And then um, we started our podcast March 22nd. Yeah, we, we started our podcast. Our first episode came out March 22nd last year. So wow. it was part of um, Women's History Month. And uh, we're celebrating Women's History Month again Aww. now. Celebrating Happy a year. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Celebrating a year of the pod and just celebrating women, which we do on this podcast literally every week. But, but. Um, it's extra special, I feel like, for Women's History Month. Yeah. So. Happy Women's History Month, Happy everyone. Happy Women's History Month. Hope you're all hey, celebrating ladies. the amazing women in your life. And speaking of amazing women, yes. we have one Hello. here with us today. Thank you. Lauren is always impressed when I have a decent uh, segue. It's not cheesy. Not always the case. Um, but today we have the amazing Lauren Lister with us today. She is the owner of a photography business called Laurel Creative. It's a really amazing company. They do wedding photography, fashion photography, kind of lifestyle, brand photography all sorts of things. They work a lot with fashion bloggers and influencers. That's kind of how Lauren really got her start with her company. So she really specializes in that world uh, of fashion and influencers. Lauren is really incredible because she started this business kind of on the side freelancing while she was working in sort of like the graphic design photographer world for some pretty big companies. And so she was just kind of doing this on the side as her own thing. And then she would shoot people like in the mornings before she would go to work or on her lunch breaks. And that's when I first met her was when she was running around doing photo shoots on her lunch breaks from her, so to speak, day job. Uh, but now it has become this really incredible company. She has so many clients. She has expanded and she has like a whole team of photographers now. So if she's not available, you can book uh, one of the Laurel Creative photographers, which is really cool, associate photographers. Um, she also has videography. It's just amazing. She's doing some content creation and management for some companies. So her company has just really expanded and become so successful. But she is truly just one of the kindest, just best people you could know. She's so encouraging. She's just so down to earth and so lovely. And so it's really amazing to see her find this level of success, but still stay such a good person. And so like, it just seems like she's such a good boss to the people who are working with her. And she just wants to uplift and support other people as well, which is just amazing. So I'm really excited for her to be here. I'm excited for you guys to hear what she has to say. And I think we should just bring her in. What do you say, Lauren? Let's do it. All right, everyone. Here she is, Lauren Lister. Hello, Lauren. We're so excited to have Hi. you here. Hi, guys. I know we have double trouble Lauren's this interview. This Best is very mate. exciting. Oh, fun. You really you really didn't get the memo, Caitlin, but only Lauren's I know. Well, we'll let you join. This is actually the leading Lauren club. I'm sorry. Oh, like <laughs> that was pretty good. Pretty good. I'm funny just sometimes. I'm going to have to start calling you guys like Montana and Lister so you know who I'm talking to. Um, <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. I love that. The Leaving Lauren Club. It sure is today, at least. Um, all right, Lauren. Well, jumping in, we love I, I was thinking about it this when I was um, prepping for this interview and like kind of trying to think of questions to ask. I can remember meeting you back 
I don't even know how many years ago. 2017? Uh, yeah, close. probably somewhere around there. I'd say 16 or 17, but yeah, it probably was 17. Um, and if I remember correctly, you were working kind of in like the corporate world during the day. And then on your lunch break and maybe even like before and after work, you were doing your own photography business on the side when you first started and like just absolutely hustling and grinding and like building a clientele before you officially made your full switch into your business that you started. So tell us a little bit about that because I can imagine that was a complete grind. And then what kind of made you eventually take the leap into starting your own business? Totally. Oh my gosh. A grind is what it was. I know. Ooh. I think we met while you were interning for Backstage Blonde and Teal yep. was one of my regular clients back then. And so, yes, you're correct. I was working a part-time graphic design position in the city. And so for some context for you guys listening, I live in New Jersey and so I do commute in. And so, you know, God the grind you. is the perfect word. So NJ transit in, I yep. would sit, I would usually shoot someone at 7.30 AM in the morning, an influencer. And so this was kind of like my grind year. I was like, I've been doing, you know, photography since 2010 or so with weddings went to college for graphic design because little did I know that you know a grown woman could be a professional photographer back in yeah. 2012 so you know we'll touch on that more later but I had no clue so <laughs> we'll I was like oh my gosh I need a corporate job we all need a corporate job why do we we just I need health insurance blah 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 so I was like okay I guess I need to be at a desk totally yeah. not true now <laughs> so uh, yeah back when we met to. I was like yeah shooting in the morning, going, sitting at a desk in graphic design. I did like the job, but like, I was just itching to like be done. So I was always like texting, you know, in the bathroom break and like texting clients. Okay, should I meet after work? Whatever. Then yeah. after work, sometimes even during lunch break, it was so snug and crazy. But one whole year of that crazy schedule, then I went full time for myself. And so that was already after like five-ish years of kind of doing it like on the side, maybe we'll get there. And so just Thank God for all the influencers really like that came out that year, literally, you know, to be in this industry. And so I sort of just was able to grow with them and piggyback off of all the influencers and the boom, really, it was like a baby boom, but of influencers in 2015. So yeah, that's so true. I know that it was like a, a career or an industry that just didn't exist 10 years mm -hmm. ago, or even it was just kind of starting to really get going five years ago. And so it's so yeah. crazy. You're right. It was just kind of a boom. And I, I don't even really know what started it exactly. Maybe The Bachelor, who knows? Probably. Um, or like the, <laughs> the Kardashians or something. Yeah. I have no idea um, what the exact roots were, but you're right. All of a sudden it was like, you were seeing it everywhere. You were seeing brand sponsorships. You were seeing people having professional photos of themselves on their Instagram and like lifestyle posts and worrying about a brand and a, you know, their Instagram feed and having consistency and like all these things all of a sudden just like became a thing. And yeah, what a perfect time for you to be starting a photography business is when that yeah. kind of happened. It kind of like married the two. I'm sure that was perfect timing. Yes, <laughs> it really was. And it was kind of like an interesting thing like I didn't realize this until I got older but or like you know years into this kind of whole weird new industry that after I graduated college I moved back up to Jersey and I was like living at home and trying to figure out you know my life like when you graduate you're just like I don't know what I'm doing I feel like you're just drowning and you're yeah. figuring out how to be an adult mm -hmm. so at this point like I was already you know about to be ish engaged to my now husband of six years and so I was like 
working in the city and I was like I don't need to meet guys obviously I'm happily engaged <laughs> I need to meet girls I, like, I need to make friends like how do I make friends, friends? I don't know how to like I don't I'm not really like the one to go out that much I was just like focused on work so yeah. then I remember back in college I had shot for a girl that was doing oh, what was it called some type of college blog type thing hmm. and I was like well I wonder if that exists in New York so literally like I didn't even do it for the money I did it for the sort of the love of photography, but really just to make friends and meet other like entrepreneurial minded women. And so I say this in every interview, I will give 100% credit to the influencers, Kelly and Courtney, formerly known as Mimosas in Manhattan, because they were the first influencers that I ever met up with. And so reached out to them and I was like, oh my gosh, you just want to just like shoot for free, just like play around, whatever. And I was so inspired meeting them their cousins their influencers they're still thriving they have just grown so much I'm so proud of them and they took a chance on me I shot their pictures I was very consistent with them for years after that and so one thing led to another and I really was just gaining all these friends and clients and I was like oh this is so great like women supporting women at that time there wasn't really that many guy photographers doing this Mm. there and even still now there aren't really as much it's definitely like a girls club and so I have like the pop-up tent and so my clients change in there and that's why I'm like sort of has to be a girl and so (laughs) it's just like really fun still having a foot in that industry and all the fashioning stuff and it's just like you see all these people we've all like it's like a little you know sorority type thing we all like grew up together in this new world because like you said it didn't exist before so we are simply creating it I love it creating it together oh that's so nice and you're right it's so god after college like you think I have my degree I'm gonna you like you know have it all together no I've been Mm -hmm. we've been out of college for what like almost four years now COVID doesn't count though right we don't we don't count the COVID years so really we've barely been out of college yeah so it's just like seven years for me though (laughs) I know I'm like like, take off the two I'm trying to give myself grace for not really having my life together but it's but yeah it's been four years two years whatever you want and it's just like I still feel like I'm grasping at straws I text my dad every other day I'm like how do I do this please help me yeah we're like creating this new just world like literally world you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like not even like like 10 years ago it was so different with like the expectations to like go into corporate or have this job blah 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 and now like i hear myself like telling like younger women and younger like when I think of his kids, like high school kids that will ask me advice or whatever. And I'm like, you don't even have to go to college. Like, yeah, like don't, don't tell your mom I told you that. But like, it's just like, it's just so different and to each their own, really you know? It's, yeah. Yeah. You gotta figure cool. out what's right for you. And you're also right. Like making friends when you're an adult. It's hard. It's yeah. not easy. Like most of my friends, I have, I have like my friends from high school and my friends from college and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. So good for you for putting yourself out there and not only making friends, but also getting to expand your career and to get to move into a field that you are interested in working in. That's not just, you know, sitting at a desk all day. Um, yeah. So with that, when you made that switch, obviously your day-to-day kind of changed. Um, now you're a full-time photographer. Um, so what does that look like for you? Like what's a general day-to-day for a full, for a photographer? I'm sure it's different, you know, every day you're doing something new, but like, just what does a typical photographer's day look like? Totally. It's funny. Like when I first started in, or, you know, started with the influencer thing and like went full time for myself, I was living in downtown Jersey city. And so in the world of New York, Jersey city is like right near Hoboken and right off of the Hudson river. So going into the city was like, seven minutes I could just like zip on it but even still my day to day has not changed that much since moving Mm -hmm. just a little bit farther in Jersey so I would say 
there's kind of a f- two or three different types of days that I have. Okay. Of those three, the most busy one being getting my butt into New York City with my backpack full of equipment, my pop-up tent, my drive and motivation and happy face and some really comfortable sneakers and like getting on from Carrie. Yeah, I mean, kind of like I have very <laughs> fit for my job, but like meeting up with a client that I would have already, you know, obviously pre-scheduled this shoot mm-hmm. and so choosing a location in advance meeting up with them it's mo- usually it's a woman I do also shoot engagement shoots and weddings and so headshots and sometimes that's thrown in there but go to that first location do the shoot and so what that kind of entails in the way that I sort of like to do it and you know I'll get into this in my timeline of story but I do have associates that shoot under me all female team except for my male videographer and he's great mm-hmm. but all of them are kind of trained to sort of shoot in a certain way and so we have that pop-up tent. We give our clients, you know, a minimum or, you know, maximum number of outfits, usually three or four. And we kind of like try to go really quickly because in the world of influencers or even headshots or literally any type of pictures, the more variety you can get in terms of outfits, the better, because you can only really post it, you know, a few times. And then your friends or family are like, I've seen that outfit. All right, let's switch it up. So we get through just a one hour of photography, sometimes two, but one is very normal. And then I move on to the next one. And so I'm on the subway usually. I mean, I like to take the cheaper way and take the subway and carry my gear and meet the next girl. Usually take a lunch break, maybe do one more after that. Three is kind of like the max. And yeah, whether I'm like, yeah, like in and out. And then I go back home. I really try personally now and really always I'm very a little strict on I don't shoot in the evenings anymore you know back in 2015 I was shooting a lot of events that's an influencer events were thriving obviously you know today's day and age not as many of that and it works for me because I don't like shooting at night so um now I'm available for podcast interviews and things such as this um I also don't take on any non-wedding work on the weekends just because I do weddings and so it just turns to be a lot and so finding you know as I grow older and grow this finding a good work-life balance is key and I really struggled with it at first like I was just like I'm just gonna say yes to everything I'm a yes girl I am yes 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 yeah I'm like you know what if I say no to something what is meant to find me will find me and if I say no to this that's totally fine I will Mm -hmm. get something else and I'll be happier and I can you know I have full control over my life and so yeah it's a little day in the life I love that. Girl, you are preaching. I'm right in the middle of the trying to figure out the work-life balance and not figuring it out and just working all the time and driving myself crazy. I literally, before this interview, was like, power walk. I was like, am I going to get home in time to set up all my equipment before the interview? Like, on the phone with my boss, like, going over a meeting, like, breakdown as I'm, like, power walking home to set up all this stuff to have this interview. Yeah, Um, I mean, I will kind of, like, touch on that for, like, you and then all the other, you know, you guys aren't that much younger than me, but, like, all the other, like, younger women that are listening to this, and hopefully there's a lot of them, where if you feel the same as Caitlin, like, although at this, you know, life, I'm like preaching, like work-life balance. And everyone <laughs> was to me at my, you know, when I was your guys' age, but I gave myself a cap. And so, mm. you know, from when I got married in June, 2016 to one year of marriage in June, 2017, that's when I made the switch, you know, to the part-time job and then worked part-time for myself. And I was like, okay, one year, I'm giving myself one year and I'm going to hustle like crazy. And I'm, you know, so thankful to be backed by a supportive husband and friends and family. And I was like one whole year and I cut myself off and went full time. And I was like, I did it. 
and I'm never doing that again, but I'm so thankful that I did it. So if you're yeah. stuck in like this, oh my gosh, I'm just like drowning in work and trying to figure out what I'm doing, but I know that everything that you are doing is going to impact your future. Just, right. you know, keep at it, but like stop yourself and give yourself yeah, a hard deadline. Yeah. yeah. That base of get all your stuff together, but then yeah, be able to say, okay, I know what I want to do. I know what I want to get out of it. And then like do that. Absolutely. And then stop and then then stop. stop. (laughs) And then, then re rethink, but maybe like what you're doing right now with like so many balls in the air, although it's like, oh my gosh, this is not work life balance. Maybe next year I'm going to talk to you and be like, oh my gosh, thank God I worked this so hard that year because now look at me, I'm able to choose this job or take fewer Mm -hmm. hours of work and go on more vacations and hopefully make more money. Like, you never know. You know what? From your lips to God's ears. That's all I can <laughs> <Yes>. say. <laughs> I'm oh, yeah, going exactly. to put that into the universe for my 2023 because for I'm pretty sure 2022 is officially the year of the uh, grind for me. But um, enough about me. The The purpose of this interview is about you. And you kind of uh, <laughs> mentioned it a little bit earlier, but I'd love to go more into this, that your company has expanded so much since you first started it and kind of, uh, you know, went full-time with your business and now you guys have a whole team like you said you have um like brand management and content creation that you do as well you have you know photographers you can send to do shoots if you're busy i mean you really have grown this from just you grinding and hustling around the city to now a full-blown business so what has it been like to just see it grow and how have you been able to like keep up with that growth because i feel like that's a challenge too, to just like keep up with a a growing company. Yeah. Great question. It's kind of funny. Like, even when you say like the word company, like I don't think of myself as like, or I don't think (laughs) of Laurel Creative as a company. So to kind of touch on that also. So my business name is Laurel Creative. My name is Lauren Lister. A little confusing. I kind of regret that, but we're just going with it. So as I, when I sort of made the name change, I used to be Lauren Adrian's photography for so long. I, you know, I knew I was eventually hopefully going to get married. And so I knew I sort of wanted my business name to be more of a a collective, an overarching Mm. umbrella to the many things that I eventually hope to offer. So I'm very thankful for my like 19 year old, you know, foresight. (laughs) And so of myself and my associates and my videographer and everyone, we all work for Laurel Creative. There's this amazing graphic that I have seen and I, I wish I had a, you know, a picture of it right now, but I'm sure we've all seen it. It's where there's a group of people and there's the boss. So the group of people and the boss, mm-hmm. and there's two little side-by-sides. And one of them is the boss yelling at everyone like, pull the, you know, pull the wagon, go pull the wagon, crazy. And the next one is the boss with all the people pulling the wagon together. Aww. It's kind of like so meaningful. You want to think about it. I'm like, <laughs> it's like what yeah. I hope to be. And so I never want to be like the type of boss that's like, oh, da, da, da. like we all work for Laurel Creative. I have right. to own it, but I also <laughs> work for them alongside of everyone. So how I kind of got to hiring people and figuring out how to expand was really, you know, thank God, like I was so busy that I was turning people away. And so, you know, New York City, I can't help but be a little bit competitive and a little bit competitive over my turf. And I was sort of like, you know what, well, why would I per se be passing along these inquiries that I cannot accept to other photographers when I could just keep it in the company? And so when I went to college in Virginia, I was a lot, I was kind of like inspired by the wedding photographers down there who had associates that shot under them. And it wasn't really a Northern type thing. I knew of one big company doing it. 
but no one was doing this in the world of lifestyle photography. So I was like, let's try this. Let's see if it works. It might fail. That's fine. We'll see. So I took on my first associate, I believe it was Olivia and then Kathleen followed then Winnie followed the medicine. And so how that kind of works and I still have it going like this to this day. So I call them associates and they're all girls because like I said, we do a lot of like the pop-up tent and the influencers and the yada, yada, all that good stuff. So I take on them and then Laurel Creative takes a little bit of a cut to edit, manage contracts, all the backend stuff that's basically like really boring and you know annoying. And these women, these amazing talented photographers get to go out and shoot and practice and get work and make money and have colleagues, you know, in this industry that can be sometimes a little bit lonely in the midst of a crowd. And so they go, they shoot, we get to, you know, fellowship together have you know have friendships and it's great and so that's kind of how it works and it literally is still going and so it's been kind of a really nice way to you know first and foremost help my business grow kind of appear larger but it actually is you know there's a lot of us kind of you know hustling on the ground and then also you know I really have put a big emphasis on like every year we try to get together for a holiday party or you know just try to like have a little semblance of normalcy because Everyone that works for me, none of them work for me full time one day, putting it out there. I hope to have like a whole full staff, but all of the women and associates that shoot for me, they all have their own separate photography businesses, which I think is great. I'm like, yeah, I love that you're doing your work for your business. I love that you can then use your skills and talents for Laurel Creative and it's just fabulous. So I'm so happy to have them on board. And I kind of have an interesting way of like then bringing them in. If some of them want to do weddings, we can do that. If some of them are more talented in products or studio stuff or engagements, whatever, like the sort of place where you're talented and it's been really, really fun. Awesome. That's very cool. I love, and I, like you said, I love that they have like their own businesses as well as working for Laurel Creative. I think that that's great to hopefully maybe they get to do what you did and like have their own business expand and create their own like little enterprise. I think that would be wonderful. And we love support. Yeah. And And my goal, like, it's not like I want someone per se, like any of them to stay with me forever. Like when I've had a few of them come through, shoot for a year and a half, whatever. And then their own business gets so big that they're like, I'm so sorry. Like I have to move on. I'm like, I'm like, don't no. be sorry. Like, I, this is great. Like, yeah, make your coin. Like, this is great. Like, it's totally fine. So I sort of almost think of it as just like a stepping stone, getting more yeah. practice, being surrounded by like-minded individuals and photographers, and then kind of like, okay, fly on your own. Fly yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. You've created like such a good environment within the company that people are able to do that. And I think that that's just, we need more companies like that, that nurture their people and, let them fly on their way off to off to live their their beautiful life. Um, right, but you did, yeah, yeah right. Um, but you did mention so you get you do influencer photography, you do weddings, you do other specialty shoots. Um, what kind of like what different hats do you have to wear for those things? Like, do, is it different? I assume it's different shooting influencer versus shooting a wedding. Do you find one easier than the other? Like, just how did. How is it switching around all of those things? Because I feel like they're quite I know. Different. Yeah, they are. And it's funny, like not even that, but also the many hats of like, like, I don't know if you guys have seen that TikTok, but there's one where it's like, let me introduce you to my team. Okay, so then it's like they go out the screen and they're like, I'm the accountant. And then they like change their outfit and they're like, 
oh, I am the customer service rep. And it's like the same person who's doing yes. literally all the story of like my really, life. Yeah, yes. I like really need to make that one. You but do, yeah. That's literally me. And so even, yeah, in regards to photography, like putting on the different hat of shooting, okay, influencers, where my mind is like, okay, what is sponsored? What are they shooting for? Is there any brand requirements? Do they have yeah. to shoot portrait horizontal? The lighting, is the client happy? Are they feeling good about their body? Are they feeling good about their face? Are they feeling good about their hair? You know, working in an industry of shooting mostly women, you become very in tune to mm. the psychology of, you know, Little being things. confident in front of the camera. Yeah. But then for weddings, it's like, okay, is the grandma happy? Is the mom happy? Is the dad happy? How's everything going? How about the lighting? And so it's very interesting to kind of like see both of that. And I get the, I would say the most common question that I get asked is which one do I like more? Mm. And I really don't know. Like they're so different. I would kind of say if I had to give one up, I would probably give up weddings first Mm -hmm. because I have been able to build more relationships over time with my fashion lifestyle photography so going into people's homes spending time with them meeting their children meeting their parents seeing them you know every few months kind of watching their lives progress with a wedding sort of kind of you go in you do it it's super high stress and a lot of fun but like again very high stress and so I kind of really put a lot of my energy into the more lifestyle day-to-day things yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, a wedding is hopefully for these people once and they get their <laughs> yeah. pictures one and done, one and done, hopefully. So yeah. yeah, I can imagine that getting to kind of work with the influencers more frequently, <laughs> kind of build like a more of a, a friendship and a better relationship. Yeah. And you get to see that kind of flourish, which is very nice. Uh, do you get to travel a lot for weddings? Like, do you get to, do you have like a favorite place that you've gotten to travel? Have you gotten to go to like Hawaii? Sometimes. Or- I know it's funny. Last year we got this wonderful inquiry from my, my client Bridget, but I couldn't do it because I had family vacation. Oh, no. But luckily my associate Miranda got to shoot in, did I, what did I say? Did I say Hawaii? It was in the Bahamas. Ooh. So she got to go to the Bahamas. And I was like, I'm mm. so jealous, but she, she rocked it like better oh, than I could have. It was amazing. So I would say, even less so for weddings. I do a lot of East Coast. Like I'm constantly like in Florida, Connecticut, oh, Virginia, yeah. a lot in Jersey, a lot in Pennsylvania, a lot in Philly, New York, you know, that whole area for weddings. Ooh, but then ooh. for the fashion stuff really actually has taken me farther. So California a few times for that, Florida for that, you know, Boston a few times I have some clients there. And so um, I should also mention that amongst my photography, I also own an agency. And so two years ago, I kind of started that just to kind of like, see if it could work. And it did. I was like, let's just like, throw it out the wall and see if it sticks. Um, And so for that, we manage social media accounts for clients whom we already have created their content. Because it kind of like became obvious to me that if I'm going to be shooting these people's content and we've already so much experience in social media, why not just kill two birds with one stone, shoot the content, film the content and post it and execute it and yada, yada. So all that being said is one of my clients is in Boston. I go there like every season. It's yes, we do travel. It's fun. But I'd say most of my route is between New York and Jersey. I'm in almost every day. Just the good old New Jersey transit. Good old NJ transit. Man, I've ridden that to Newark many a time. 
Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, what a time, you know, what a time to be alive. Um, well, you kind of touched on this earlier, but I think it's something to really highlight. You said, you know, you mostly work with women and a lot of the people you photograph are women, the fashion bloggers, the influencers, a lot of entrepreneurs, you kind of mentioned earlier, a lot of kind of female business owners and, and entrepreneurs, um, as well as your associates are, are mostly female, like you said. So what is it kind of like to be constantly surrounded by these like girl boss, like female entrepreneurs and business owners and just career minded women like yourself and to kind of constantly have that girl power around you in your in your business. Honestly, it's really fun. Like, like I said, like, when I went to college, I was not in a sorority or anything like that. Frankly, like I had my close knit friends, but I wasn't really trying to expand into a large friend group. I was like, let's just get my degree and like get out and get back to the city and like do what I got to do. So now that you know, I have associates and clients, and I feel like I'm sort of in like a mild type sorority esque like girlfriend group. It's honestly really fun. And so it's filled kind of the void that I have for friendships. And you know, when you're in college, and everyone's nearby, and you just walk down the hall, and you just like, go get tea. And everyone's just like, all immediate area. I sort of kind of do feel like that when I'm from in the city, because it's like, a small area, everyone's all there, you can like quickly be like, Oh, let's just meet up, whatever, you know, obviously not really as easily these day and age, but back then. And so I really have felt very inspired by having these clients that turn into friends, most of them, even, you know, in June, I'm going to my client turned friend Mandy's wedding in Mexico. And I'm just like, how awesome that first of all, I got to meet her through my job, get to know her fiance, get to know her family, like be invited to her wedding. It's just such a privilege and joy that a client can turn into a friend, like a lifelong friend. Like we're literally going to be friends for us for our life and our children are definitely going to like go to camp together. Like it's a thing. And I'm just like, because of my job. And so it's just been very rewarding to be able to meet a variety of people. And it's, it's actually very interesting. Recently, I have a bit of a story to share. So shouting out one of my clients, Sarah Flint, they are a shoe company. And so they make the most gorgeous like heels. I just, I can't, I I need them all in my closet. And so Sarah Flint has this blog called In Her Shoes. So kind of like very similar to the topic that we're talking about right now in terms of where they feature female entrepreneurs that wear her shoes. And I have the opportunity, I feel so privileged to be able to go into these women's homes photograph them, interview interview them, take some videos and talk to them. And that's just a, a perk of the job. I have to take the pictures, but of course I have to talk with them. And so I've been so, so inspired recently by meeting these women. And so, you know, for instance, like a, a owner of a stationary brand that's now getting her stuff in Walmart, a female author recently, you know, a celebrity's wife one time, like, it's just very, very cool. And so I I feel like I'm just I'm gushing, but I really am gushing about how cool it is to step back and just say, wow, I really need to ensure them constantly practicing gratitude and thankfulness, because look at how this has all been orchestrated to then just meet so many people that really inspire me. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, we love friendships that last the lifetime and getting to live our dreams and meet everybody. Wow, what a, what a, what a story. How amazing. <laughs> I love this for you very much. Um, you. Last, we're wrapping up our like serious interview questions. Um, we always love to ask, uh, what's the best piece of advice that you can give to anybody who is 
looking to start their own business, who is looking to get into photography, who is just looking to find their way in this crazy world that we are living in, what's the best piece of advice that you can give to anyone who needs that? It sounds so cliche. And you who are listening to this, I'm talking right to you. Like, just do it. Like, just literally do it. I can't tell you how many times in my story and so many clients and I hear their stories, like we all say the same thing. Like we tried it and it worked or we tried it and maybe it failed. So we switched and we tried that and that took off like crazy. And so it's like, just get, try your best. You know, I don't want to say just get over the fear because it's so, so much easier said than done. It's extremely intimidating to try something new. And maybe you're, you know, looking at whatever is in front of you, whatever craft you have, you know, to just do it, try it once. I mean, how I personally started my business and it's just like interesting advice. Cause I've actually heard this go two ways, but I'm going to share how I feel on this. When a lot of like crafters and I mean, makeup artists, photographers, videographers, podcast creators, anyone that's making something, right? And putting it out there for the world and then trying to monetize it. They are kind of like, well, should I charge right from the beginning? Am I qualified? Should I work for free? I'm not supposed to work for free. You can't do that. I personally think that working for free and networking at the beginning can do wonders because it worked for me. But so I'm a little, you know, biased on that, but I really think that networking at the beginning, telling everyone about what you're doing and also kind of, you know, in honest, as much honesty as you can have, make it seem like you have something really legit going on. Be like, yeah, I'm doing photo shoots. I'm taking, do you want to work with me? I'm doing photo shoots. Maybe you've literally only done two. That's fine. That's it's still plural. Doing photo <laughs> yes. The one one. Yep. And just like, just own it. Like, yes. I, oh, I do makeup. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've been doing makeup for a week. A number but of, you know what a number do makeup of times. Yes. So that's how I feel about that. It's just like, make yourself seem really legit, you know, put on, put, as my mom says, like, put in your big girl pants and just like, get out there and try it. Absolutely. And words to live by, I think. Um, So moving on to our rapid-ish fire section. The ish, of course, added so people don't panic. Um, But of course, (laughs) since this is the Leading Lady Club, one of the things that we ask all of our guests that come on the show is what does being a leading lady mean to you? And that can be in your life, in your career, something you've seen other people model. But what does it mean to you to be a leading lady? I feel like it's, showing confidence in what you're doing because as you know we've all grown up or even you know let's talk about it like this think about when you're in sixth grade right and you're in sixth grade and you're like oh my gosh I don't know what I'm doing like I don't know how to act and you look up to that senior from a distance for like a year and you're like oh my gosh like could I be like them like can I act like that? Okay, this is how she's acting. She's acting so poised and whatever. And we're like, you're always, you're always watching them, right? And then you grow up and you become that senior. And you notice the sixth grade table, like watching you and looking at what you're doing. And it's the same as adults. Like I totally catch myself, like constantly going to the Instagram of like certain entrepreneurs that I love to follow and whatever. And I'm like, wow, okay. So they're like 10 years older than me. Could I be like that? Well, think about the people that are what you know, people, but even like young women that are watching us being like, could I be like that? So I feel like being a leading lady is kind of like being the senior is knowing that like those that are younger or less experienced or whatever are always watching and trying to like, okay, cool. What's that? A good example. And that means also showing our failures. 
you know, and keeping it real and just being, being the person that you always used to look up to. Yeah, absolutely. I love that being a good example and bringing those people up with you on your on your ascent to the top. Um, so knowing that that is your definition of being a leading lady, who are some of the leading ladies in your life? So maybe some of those, uh, those seniors for you and your life that you look up to? Yeah, I would <laughs> say like, number one would probably be my mom. And so my mom, it's very interesting. She worked in corporate her whole life, still does. My dad was actually a stay-at-home dad. And so kind of reverse, you know, traditional upbringing roles. And so always watching her, like, yeah, always watching her just, like, hustle so hard for our family and going to work every day, working late, you know, as hard as it was. Like, now that I'm older, I think back, I'm like, wow. She, she's a leading lady. That's for sure. I'm like, she's still to this day, like, you know, closing up, you know, getting to retirement, but still working so hard and just killing it in the industry. And I was always, you know, surrounded and, you know, stay at home moms as well. Absolutely freaking killing it. But having a mom in corporate and getting up there in that world, I'm like, wow, that's very, very aspirational. So I would say she is my top inspired leading lady in my life. Yes, we love moms. I have the same answer. So that's lovely. Um, Now my favorite question to ask on this podcast, even though it is probably the silliest one. uh, If you were throwing a dinner party, and you could invite three people living or dead, who would you invite? Ooh, I'm I know. for this question right I off know. the cuff. <laughs> I mean, I've always been a Betty White fan. Oh, but yes. <laughs> like yeah. she was always so cool and like yeah. so aspirational and amazing. Um, yeah. Another person I would say this is more from my childhood ish, but I still follow her on Instagram. And I think she's so inspiring in everything she does is actually Bethany Hamilton. This is like very circa, you know, middle school when like her book came out and blah, blah, blah. I had a poster of her on on my wall. And still to this day, I love following her. And now I think she has like two or three children and she's just, I feel like she's like always pregnant and she just looks amazing (laughs) and she's thriving and she posts like workout videos and how she like does things only one arm. And for some context, I'm not sure if anyone everyone knows who she is but she had her arm bitten off by a shark when she was in middle school and now she's just an inspirational speaker I saw her speaking college I would definitely buy her I would love to talk yeah that's a good one a third one who would I love to meet living or dead and it doesn't have to be women it can be mine are all women but like yeah it can be anyone (laughs) stick with the context I mean frankly like how cool would it be to sit down with Anna Wintour the CEO of Vogue. Just oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. That would be amazing. Like yeah. she's so, I mean, she's like the icon. The awesome. icon. She makes yes. fashion. Like this shirt I'm wearing, she probably saw it somewhere and was like, oh, that's cool now. And now talking yeah. about it. Like, now, now talking. She yeah. is Meryl Streep in the Dunwars Prada. Yes, she is. So kind of scary. She's kind of scary and intimidating, but because she's amazing and she's thriving and so powerful. So I love I would invite those three. Maybe not all together, individual. I mean one on one. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. One on one time with each. I love that. One could come for like appetizers, one could come for the entree, and then Anna Wintour for dessert. Um (laughs) (laughs) so kind of in the same vein of celebrities and fashion and brands and whatnot, if you could choose any celebrity influencer fashion person brand company anything in the world 
to work with and who would you want <laughs> that didn't come out right to work with who yep. would you want as a client that's there what I was go. trying you to say there. thank you I did it I did it I've always said this and I still I haven't thought about this in a while so I'm happy you're like reigniting this I need to like network a little harder here I always feel like that my photography style is very happy and I try to keep it very like joyful and positive optimistic and every time I walk my butt into old navy and look at the pictures on their wall I'm like I could shoot that I could shoot that it's very like happy I'm like we're old navy oh my gosh yay and so I like I like half achieve or like I like this much achieved that goal one time because I had an influencer photo repost on their Instagram it doesn't really count so one of these days yeah I'd love to shoot for them because I just think I like their outlook yeah the vibes match my gosh like, I match yes they do unfortunately I'm wearing Target but my leggings are all navy so that's okay that's totally fine it, it fits I also um for some reason when you were just saying like bright and happy everyone who listens to this podcast regularly knows that I'm obsessed with Reese Witherspoon so for some oh, reason I thought that's yeah. where your brain was going and like her like Draper James company yeah. or her Hello Sunshine company yeah and she, and she just brought the home edit did you hear that yes I heard because that's Those my women, I want to get together with the home edit Lauren <laughs> That would be another amazing client for you because their style is so bright and clean yeah. and crisp and like fresh and oh my gosh. Okay, I'm putting that into the universe because I'm obsessed with them and I'm obsessed with Reese Witherspoon. So when I saw that happening, I was like, brain can't compute. How do I get involved yeah. with this somehow? Because I also love like organizing things. So I'm like, um, okay, how right. do I become Reese Witherspoon basically is what I'm trying to be in life. So it's fine. Um, love that. Okay. Well, that has brought us to our final section of the interview, the Buzzfeed quiz, our favorite section, because, you know, we're just true millennials through and through. So I dropped it in the chat. If you would like to follow along. I'm very visual, so I I would want the quiz to look at. But the name of this quiz is Pretend to Walk the Red Carpet and we'll reveal what you'd be famous for, which I thought would be fun because you're always behind the camera. So I thought that we would push you onto the red carpet <laughs> and push you push you into the spotlight and great. see if you were on the other side of the camera what you'd be famous for i just thought this would be fun mm. um plus you know Perfect. maybe i'm manifesting i know you know you don't really do evening events anymore but maybe like i don't know a fun red carpet event like the met gala hello right. that would be i think you could I'm make there. an exception for that i think you could yes. do i think you could do it one million percent yeah <laughs> um okay so I will read the questions and Lauren will read the answer choices. And if you want to click along, you can, but I'll also click your um, answers so that we can see what you get. We'll see what you're famous for. All right. All so right. I know. I'm so excited. So the first question says, time to get ready. What are you wearing? Either a fairy tale gown, a fancy, vibrant dress, a stylish suit, or a modern dress. I'm going to go with a modern dress. Ooh, she's a modern gal. Um, all right, choose who you would want to walk the red carpet with. Either your parents or parents, uh, your significant significant other, a fan, or your friends. Hmm. Oh, definitely my parents. They would get such a kick out of that. Like That's they're so always nice. like, oh, "What are you doing today?" Oh, like, yeah, parents. They're coming. <laughs> they're Sorry, Eric. Yeah, sorry, whoops. <laughs> um, how will you get there? Either a limousine, a taxi, a motorcycle, or walking. Um, 
definitely walking. I got to like close the Apple Watch rings. And there you go. <laughs> a true New Yorker. I just saw an interview with Amanda Seyfried recently talking about her first red carpet for Mean Girls and how she like bought her own dress and like no one styled her. Oh, and the, yeah. and I think um I think it was Jimmy Kimmel she was on and he was like, what did you like? Uh, how, like, how'd you get, or, oh, she made a joke. She was like, I spent all my money on this dress and I couldn't afford a ride home even. Ha ha ha. And, he, and yeah. then she goes, no, well, no, actually I walked home because it was in New York. So I, I, I just walked. <laughs> I was I like, wow, walked. a true icon to us all, literal star of Mean Girls. She's like, yeah, it was in New York. So I walked home. Right? Um, so <laughs> mood. Okay. You're finally there at the red carpet. How will you catch the photographer's attention? You should know all about this. Right? Come on. Uh, either by simply being there, of course, uh, by singing super loudly, by dancing randomly, or I don't really want the attention anyway. <laughs> dancing randomly. That definitely went out of all three. If you see someone uh -huh. like flailing their arms, you're going to take it. Yeah. You're going to be like, um, let me get that on camera. That's um, good. Ooh, good news. It works. All eyes are on you. What will you do now? Either give a few interviews, mingle with some stars, pose for some pictures, or advertise any upcoming projects. Hmm. Networking. Ooh, advertise upcoming projects. <laughs> Never take, you know, always take advantage of a networking opportunity. Yes. Yeah. You gotta you gotta get that plug in there, you know? You never know who might be listening. So sure. um ooh, how will you pose for your picture? Another thing you probably know all about. <laughs> Either sporty, funny, confidently, or artistically. Those are all fun ways to pose. I'm going to vote D artistically. Mm, always. We love an artsy fun pose. <laughs> little Vogue. Yeah. Vogue. Anna Wintour. Um, all right. Last one. The red carpet is ending. What will you do before leaving? Either go into the event, meet up with other celebs outside of the event, mm. snap a few pictures on your phone, or grab some snacks. I'm gonna go grab some snacks because yeah. you know, maybe hungry after that yeah. event. And honestly, they don't feed you enough of those things no, anyway. That's no, what I've heard. If I ever make one of these events, I will be having a dress with deep pockets so that I can just, just like whip out like a yodel. Like, you know what, Lauren, you joke, but it wouldn't be the first time I have just right. pulled a very random snack item out of a purse or pocket at a public event. Um, I've done it. I've done the same. I literally was like notorious in middle school because I would like carry pancakes with me <laughs> in my pocket. Pancakes. A hungry girl. We were hungry girls. So wait, like the frozen ones or like fresh made pancakes? Oh, fresh made. Fresh made. Wow. Gotta, gotta keep yeah. them warm, you know, I, in the pocket. I, guess. I, I have witnesses. It's embarrassing, but I, I'm here to admit it. We all have one. We all I have one. Fresh pancakes. It's I love that. Honestly, that makes me respect you even more than I already did. Um, all right. Eat, I mean. Yeah, girls gotta eat, you know? <laughs> all right, drum roll, please. The big reveal. You are famous for dancing. Look at you. You're oh! crazy dance moves. You said that's how you get the attention. It says you'd be famous for your impressive dancing skills. You know how to move and catch the attention of everyone. Your body is your instrument and you love to show off your moves. And it has a little gif of Carlton uh, Banks doing the Carlton dance. You guys know that's what I'm talking great. about. You, yeah. you listeners, yeah. at, listeners at home, you're all doing it in your seats right now. Come on. I know you are. Yeah. Um, wow. That's amazing. I love that. All right. So forget photography. That's not what you're a dancer. Doing. I'll just dance. You got to see me at weddings. I like can't help it. I'm like supposed to be shooting the reception. I'm like, oh, I know the wobble. 
young dude getting down on the floor. Man, I love that. That's my favorite kind of wedding guest is someone who's going to hit the dance floor with me. There's nothing worse than a wedding where everyone's just like sitting at their tables while the dancing is supposed to be happening. No, we are here to party. It's always a party. Um, oh my goodness, Lauren, I love it. Thank you so much for joining us. This was seriously such a joy. I have just been in awe of watching you grow. And I mean, I was in college when I first met you. So I was, you talk about, talk about being the sixth grader, looking at the senior. I mean, that was me. I was like, wow, like, look at her go. Look at this amazing career and, and business that she has started. And I have just been so amazed watching you from afar on Instagram and just seeing uh, everything take off and grow for you. So it is such an honor to have you here. You're such a joy. And this was it's just so lovely. You're the best. Thank you, guys. I'm so proud of you guys. Keep on killing this. Thank you for bringing, you know, people's stories to life and just inspiring others. I love it. You guys are rocking it. Thank, Thank you. you so much. We appreciate you. We're happy to be here. It's always a nice, yeah. uh, bright spot in our day, honestly. Mm-hmm. When I'm when I'm stressed about the grind and I'm like, am I gonna make it go. home in time? Yeah. Every time I'm like, why did I schedule a podcast interview after a long day of work? And every yeah. time I'm like, you know what? Because that was a lovely, joyful end to my stressful Yay. day. So <laughs> it's um, it's I think a positive thing all around i hope definitely thank you so much and i mean for those of you that are listening in the new york city tri-state area i would love to meet you love to work with you oh my gosh please tell people where they can find you follow you support you all the things They can find me, you guys can find me on Instagram at Laurel Creative. Um, and honestly, that's the best place to find me. So go there first and we'll kind of touch base from there. Perfect. <laughs> yes. There's, you know, links and bios and all that good stuff. Go. So exactly. head to Instagram. Find Laurel Creative, support Lauren and her business. And listen, there's not a better photographer in the game. I would know because she did my senior photos for when I graduated college. And I still repost those sometimes. I'm like, I don't care. But everyone knows these are from a million years ago. They are amazing photos. Um, Wait, also before I let you go, I do have to, that reminded me of one quick funny story to tell you. For years, I have used those photos as a few of my photos on dating apps. And I cannot tell you the number of times someone has like liked me or like commented or whatever they do on dating apps and like not even said like, oh, you seem great and interesting or like, oh, you have nice eyes. No, they're like, wow, those are really nice photos. Like, (laughs) or or they'll be like, wow, you have a lot of professional photos taken, huh? Or like, I'm like, listen, I am an actor. It is for my craft. But yes, thank you for appreciating the photography that I did not do I just showed up for but yeah thanks I guess and it's just always so funny to me when they're like they're fully here for the photography and I'm like okay you know what I have to respect uh, respect it they're probably looking for uh, a recommendation and I, I have to I have to respect it so happy to make you look good I'm you sure do that. you sure do so sometimes I'm like you know maybe I should switch these out so people aren't uh, woefully disappointed when they meet me in person that because Lauren, Lauren maybe 
me look so good. Um, but anyway, that's my little funny story about how that's your great. photography has just lived on and on and on and made me yes. look better than uh, than reality. <laughs> so anyway, on that note, this has been so lovely and we hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you again for joining Thank us. Thank you guys. Thanks Bye. everyone listening. Yeah. Have a good night or good day. Whenever you're listening to it. Bye. 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 Oh, Lauren's amazing. So and cool. you're also amazing. Lauren mm -hmm. and Lauren. Double Lauren's in general. <laughs> double amazing Lauren's today. Oh, goodness. I just really loved everything she had to say. She's just so positive and so bubbly and kind and supportive. And I just, she's just the best. I'm just so happy to see her doing so well. So definitely go follow her and her company. Um, like she said, you can find them on Instagram at Laurel Creative. Um, you can also find their website, which is laurelcreative.net. So go find them, follow them, show them some support. If you need some photographs taken, you know where to go. You are girl Lauren. Um, she has some amazing work. You can see it on her website and on her Instagram. I highly recommend her and her company. So definitely go check her out, people. Oh, you can also find her content agency at laurelcreative.agency. And the photo team is at the Laurel Creative team. So she's got all sorts of things going on. You definitely need to check her out, show her your support, give her a follow, y'all. All right, y'all. I think that is all we have for this week. Go buy tickets to our concert, please. Yeah. And thank you. Go enter our giveaway when that is live. Might be live by the time you're listening to this question mark. We'll see. TVD, it's we'll coming see. soon. It's coming soon. Hopefully uh, it will come together by the time this episode is out. But definitely go enter our giveaway when that is up and buy tickets, y'all. We would really, really appreciate it. Um, all right, Lauren, you want to tell the people where they can find, follow, and support us? Of course. You can find us on Instagram at Leading Lady Club. You can also find us on our website at leadingladyclub.com. We post all of our podcast episodes there, as well as everywhere else you can find your podcast, Spotify, when Spotify is working, because it wasn't working for a while the other day, and that was really putting a damper on my work day. Anyway, Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, and all the other places. Uh, you can subscribe to us everywhere. You can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review telling us how wonderful we are and how excited you are to come see our concert because everybody's <laughs> going to come. And as and a reminder, you can get tickets for our concert at 54below.com. Just go to the yeah. calendar under April. You'll see it. Or visit the link in our bio for tickets. And we hope you have a wonderful Monday or whatever sure. day you happen to be listening to this episode. We are going to take a little bit of a break for a few weeks while we get ready for our concert because that is a lot of work, y'all. A lot of work. And we both and also have like have actual like jobs. jobs. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just bear with us for a few weeks while we get our concert finalized and get it taken care of and it happens and then we'll be back right after that with new episodes with new amazing ladies yeah. but for now the best way to hear from us see us and all that good stuff support us is to just come see our concert or when live stream tickets are available buy a live stream ticket um 
That information will also be in the link in our bio. So check all of that out. We appreciate you all and your support. And you'll hear from us again very soon. Don't you worry. Yay. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. It does slap. It does slap. Yay. 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 Yay.